Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Jesus says, whoever does not remain in him will wither and that branch will be thrown out and burned. And he commands us earlier right in that gospel, he says, remain in me, remain in me. So I don't know about you, but I really want to know what that means, right? I don't want to be thrown out, withered, and burned. Uh, I want to be grafted onto the vine. I want to bear abundant fruit. All right, so how do we do this? What does that mean when John says, when John records Jesus' words, when Jesus says, remain in me, what does that mean and how do I do that? The analogy is, is tough, right, because a branch doesn't have to do anything to stay on the vine. It's just being a branch, right? Like, there's just an organic relationship between vine and branch, but we, because we're human creatures, because we have free will, we have to make deliberate choices to remain in Christ, to remain on the vine. You know, I was thinking maybe a better way to phrase Jesus' words, no offense, Jesus, but maybe a better way for us to phrase those words for our modern ears is something like this, like, you must seek to continually draw life from me if you're going to have life in you. You must seek to continually draw life from me if you're going to have life in you. So, how do we do that? I think the Acts of the Apostles, the early church, gives us a beautiful, like, I don't know, vision for what that looks like. I just want to read, this is very brief, from Acts chapter 2, verse 42. This is, this is how the early church, this is how the apostles did this. Like when Jesus says, remain in me, this is what they did, okay? Acts 2.42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. So four things. The apostles' teaching, fellowship, the breaking of bread, and prayers. Okay, so let's break these down. When they say the apostles' teaching, what, we, what that translates for us to today is, is the scriptures, the New Testament, right? The New Testament is where the apostles' teaching is captured, right? So the scriptures, we remain in him by letting his voice, his words continually echo in us. Friends, if we don't have a habit of daily like consuming the word, if we don't have a habit of daily soaking in the word, of listening to Jesus speak through the scriptures, that we're not really remaining in him, right? The church has given us a brilliant and beautiful tradition of Lexio Divina, this divine sacred reading that enables us to let the Lord's words echo and soak deeper and deeper into us. Again, if we're not soaking in his words daily, I'm just not sure if we're doing a really good job of remaining in him as he wants to remain in us. So that's the first thing, scripture. Second thing, fellowship with other believers. Right? Christ tells us, I am the head, you are the body. Right? St. Paul gives us that image. He's the head, we are the body. Christ is present in his mystical body. He's present in his mystical body. Where two or three are gathered, I'm there in your midst. That we are invited to grow in community, to grow in our relationship with one another. We need each other. There's no getting through the Christian life alone. There's no doing this alone. Jesus doesn't send them out one by one. He sends them out two by two. 
Right? We need community. We need friends. We need to be spending time growing in fellowship. We can't do this walk alone. We, rem- we, we, uh, we remain in him by remaining within the mystical body. Right? So that's the second thing. Third, worship. Worship. That's what the phrase breaking of the bread means. It just was an early church shorthand for the mass. Right? He was known to them in the breaking of the bread. Now, I know I'm preaching to the choir here. You're here. You're at Mass, right? So, um, good job. Right? So, good job remaining in him. But here's the deal, right? When we choose to absent ourselves from Mass, like many of our brothers and sisters do, it's like, it's like, like plucking a flower from the earth. It's not going to wilt and wither immediately. It's still going to retain its brilliance, its vibrancy, its color. But as it's disconnected from the source of life, eventually it withers and dies. It withers and dies. Maybe that's a point for us to think again for encouraging others to come back or just points of invitation to invite folks back to Mass. Finally, prayer, right? They devoted themselves to prayer, which is, again, not just saying memorize prayers. As good as that are, as good as that is and as wonderful as all of those devotionals are that we have in the Catholic Church, at a certain point we have to enter into not just prayers, but prayer, which is heart-to-heart dialogue, speaking with the one who speaks to us in these words. Heart-to-heart, Jesus, here's what's going on in me. Let me hear your voice. Let me know what's in your heart from me. Heart-to-heart dialogue. Because it's friendship. That's what he's ultimately getting at. I want to share life with you in a deep way. So friends, again, Acts 2.42, soaking in the scriptures, fellowship, worship, and prayer. That's how we remain in him as he remains in us. Maybe let's think about those four things and maybe where we're uh, lacking or deficient or where where we just need to improve. And let's just start and begin again today. Amen.